unicorns were real, the horn on their head would be for display, but also for shows of dominance, right? So if they weren't to fight, they would run at each other and slam their horns into each other until one came out as the victim. Wait, imagine just like your child wakes up, they see Dwayne the Rock Johnson in like a fairy outfit. They slip like a $5 bill underneath the pillow and he just leaves through the front door. No, that's a, that's a Pegasus, Pegasus fly. Unicorns just around. No, 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 unicorns cannot fly. I will die on this hill. That's a Pegasus. Welcome back to Coming In Without Context. This is episode 20. I'm here with Tamor. Hope is also here, but she will be joining us in a little while. So, Tamor. Dylan. The topic I'd like to discuss with you today mm-hmm. is animal stereotypes. Animal stereotypes. Wow. Okay, so just to start off broadly, when I say that phrase, what comes to mind? Well, broadly speaking, I think of one country. Can you guess what country I'm thinking about? The U.S. No, wrong. <laughs> I was thinking about Australia. <laughs> Australia? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, animal, I don't know. I feel like, geez. I guess, I'll, I guess the first thing that really popped up in my mind was just dangerous animals. <laughs> okay, that is, like, that is fair enough. Were you going to say something else? <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, I was going to kind of sidetrack again a little bit, but it's fine. No. Go for it. Okay. I, w- I was thinking about, uh, have you heard of the YouTube? Do you know the guy on YouTube called Coyote Peterson? I don't know if you've heard of him. Yes, I have. I used to subscribe to him. I, yep. It's like Brave Wilderness. Yes. I yes. think is his channel. Yeah. I was thinking about like, I was thinking about that channel too, where like he just like goes around and he gets like stung by all of these like different like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. And I don't know. I, I was like, that's interesting. Cause while we we're talking about animal stereotypes, he's kind of like, going out there to break them i guess because like mm. i guess a mm. lot of people do have like misconceptions that i guess the big misconception i can think about for animals is like sharks for example right that's the yeah. one you commonly hear about the most in media because especially because of movies like jaw and stuff like that but like um that make people think that you know shark attacks are common and you know people should be scared of sharks which can like obviously lead to like hunting them or stuff like that but like at the end of the day, at least, like, off the top of I don't know the exact statistics, obviously, off the top of my head, but, like, sharks, like, usually do not attack humans, like, ever. It's very rare that a human gets attacked by a shark, you know, because generally yeah. they, like, avoid people that you're probably more likely to die from a car accident than to get killed by a shark. Yes. So Definitely. that's, like, the that's like the first, like, major... Well, that's, like, the one major thing I can think off the top of my head about, about sharks. You have perfectly hit upon the topic idea or like lesson that I had for today. So like, how does media affect our perceptions of animals? And I'm glad you brought up Australia first, because (laughs) I wasn't thinking like broadly about the danger, but I was thinking about like specific animals there. Um, So for example, you mentioned kangaroos, right? Yeah. So like, usually in like cartoons or media, kangaroos are depicted as boxers, right? Like they can they can fight humans like toe to toe with humans. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting because a lot of animals are anthropomorphized, right? Like, so they're appear more human like, Mm -hmm. and they do things that we can describe with our own language, but then they're not necessarily like, if you, if you were the animal, like obviously they're not understanding that they're 
fighting or they're punching, right? Like to them, they're just kind of reacting yeah, like naturally. So I wanted to get down to the roots of the root, why okay. we have these conceptions, Tamor. Well, obviously, like what's the end goal of like media? Like if we're talking about media, like the end goal is like usually to make money, right? Like that's where you get all these like, you know, news places that have like really clickbaity titles. And obviously, you know, they want to generate like the revenue, right? And how do you do that? You make like a very like, you know, you make a headline that will get clicks. So like, you know, like man gets attacked by shark or like, you know, just some random stuff like that, right? If we're going back to the shark example, I guess. And just like over time, you know, like these like negative conceptions, like through the media for like, usually for like these clickbait titles can, you know, result in adverse um, effects for animals in the wild. Because at the end of the day, you know, animals also live on the, this planet too, right? And obviously they deserve to be respected. I feel like most animals don't go out of their way to hurt people. So I guess I guess my answer to that question is like, the media affects our outlooks because they're trying to, you know, make money off of people getting reading their articles and stuff like that. And obviously more negative articles, I feel like would generate more revenue, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, well, like I guess adding on to that and relating it back to animals, <laughs> I feel like you want to make the animals like more extreme versions of themselves, right? In yeah. order to convey like, you know, that, that marketability, I suppose. So like in the case of kids animation or cartoons, you'd want to take specific animals and put specific characteristics into them so that when kids, well, I guess, no, the result of that is that kids will then associate those emotions, behaviors, characteristics with those particular animals, even if it's not accurate, right? Yeah, I can, I I see, yeah, I can see what you mean by that. Yeah, I guess when you do watch cartoons as a kid, you kind of get like those perceptions. I'm just trying to think of like a good example of that from like maybe a childhood show. I feel like the, well, like when I was coming up with this idea, the first thing that came to mind was Looney Tunes. Oh yeah. Like Looney Tunes is single-handedly responsible for the misconception that rabbits and bunnies love carrots. Carrots. (laughs) When actually, I, I think, I don't know the exact details, but I think, it's actually bad for them to eat too many carrots. Oh, really? I actually did not know this. <laughs> I think I've heard that is a misconception. And, I, and it was Looney Tunes that single-handedly made that iconic depiction of Bugs Bunny with the carrot, you know? Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. Like, that's definitely a really big example, I guess, because obviously many of us have seen Looney Tunes. And I did, I mean, I assuming that your fact is true, I actually did not know, like, it was bad for them necessarily. I just assumed that it would be safe to feed them carrots, I guess, because <laughs> I guess my uh, perception of that was influenced by something like that. Okay, wait, I googled it. According to RSPCA, uh, carrots should not be a main source of food for rabbits because they don't naturally eat root vegetables or fruit, and carrots are, and fruit are high in sugar and should only be fed in small amounts as occasional treats. Uh, rabbits mainly eat hay and or grass, some leafy greens, and a small measured amount of pellets. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So I guess like it doesn't have the usual vitamins and nutrients in gra- grass, the grass they eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I guess kind of like thinking about a different animal, um, kind of mis- misconceptions is like 
uh bears i guess mm. bears are like another one where in media they're like usually portrayed as like pretty dangerous but yet again like bears are very like you know they will avoid humans like the plague i guess and it's like i don't know i feel like people have like this um mindset about bears too where like they're they're dangerous and they're violent like if you're watching like a show about that has like bears in it chances are like in like those kids shows like they're portrayed as like those scary bears but like you know they kind of like stand up and they're like intimidating like whatever like you know if it's like the person in the show or something like that so i guess like there's that kind of uh conception too about bears i think actually bears is a really interesting one because i didn't realize this until you brought it up but i feel like bears are one of the animals that are most depicted right but then the depictions are both ways like both positive and negative because i can think of like you were mentioning the negative like they're scary but obviously there's also examples of like winnie the pooh right and and he winnie the pooh loves honey Honey, he's he's a cuddly teddy bear but then there's also like the the movie brother bear brother bear yeah um smoky the bear who's like the f- wilderness fire advocate like the, the mascot so i feel like and, and obviously teddy bears as a toy like as a plushie are also very or were very popular i don't know how popular they are these days but like in our pop culture i feel like certain animals hold even more distinction so that they go both ways you know yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Well then, Tamor, I want to ask you, do you have a favorite animal? Do I have a favorite animal? That's a great question. Actually, well, I guess I do love cats. Like, uh, I use TikTok a lot. And lately, like, I find, like, the thing that's been giving me, like, a lot of just, like, happiness lately is, like, just seeing cat videos. And I feel like for a long time, like, I guess I didn't know if I was, like, really a cat or a dog person. Like, I like them equally, I guess. But then, like, lately, when I started getting all these, like, cute cat videos, and I'm like, okay, I, I really, I love cats. I, I want to have a cat when I have my own place one day. I would love to have a cat. Yeah, but if I guess I had to pick a favorite animal as of right now, it would be a cat. What stereotypes would you say cats have? Oh, well, obviously, actually, um, the one big stereotype of cats I think about is, like, obviously, black cats bring bad luck or bad omen. Mm, I didn't and- even think of that. Yeah, and I was thinking about that because especially like during like Halloween and stuff like that, there are like people who say to keep your black cat if you have a black cat, you know, this is really unfortunate and really sad, but people do go out of their way to like like hurt or even kill them. Like Really? Up. Yeah, no, like this is like an actual thing. Yeah, like search it up. I'm pretty it's a thing, you know. It's really sad, but it does happen because you know, people think that they bring bad omens, so they will hurt like black cats. Or, like, you know, like, sometimes I hear, like, you know, shelters don't, like, really, you know, it's hard to, like, adopt a black cat. Or, like, you know, they have, like, lower adoption rates. I'm not sure about the exact statistics, but I I think I've heard something like that. Because, you know, of, like, those, like, misconceptions about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's, like, the one big thing I can think about for cats, especially. Wow. Is, is, um, you know, black cats bringing Balak and Bad Omen. But obviously that's not true. They're amazing cats. They're beautiful. And... I, yeah, I did not, I did not know that. <laughs> Hope, what stereotypes do you usually assign to cats? Kind of that they're picky when it comes to people. Like they, um, they're very independent. They don't really, they don't want to do something. They won't do it. 
and that mm. if they want to do something, they will do it. They don't follow the pack more like they just do what they're going to do. Okay, now I'm curious. So, Tamor mentioned that he's been watching a lot of cute cat videos on TikTok recently. And I feel like, obviously, that's kind of a source of influence and, like, bias towards how you perceive things. So, Hope, have you, like, can you think, like, do any immediately come to mind, any examples of depictions of cats in media, like in films, television, etc., that kind of strongly bias you one way or the other, like in terms of having these associations with felines? Well, I mean, every day I go on, I think it's called Nico Atsume, and it's like you put out, (laughs) it's a very passive game, but you just put out like toys and stuff, and then cats will appear, and you can take photos of them. And you put out food for them, and that's all you do. <laughs> Wait, actually, I've there's a game that's like really popular. Oh shoot, I'm forgetting the name, but it's like I don't have this game, but I've like seen a bunch of ads for it on TikTok. It's like it's like a like a farming simulator but with cats, kind of I guess. It's like really cute. There's like different cats and everything. It kind of reminds me of that. I just don't remember what the game is called. Is it Niku Atsume? <laughs> no, it's not. No, this one's not a farming simulator because this one, it's literally you buy toys, you put out the toys, the cats come because you put out food for them that you also bought. And when they leave, they'll leave you little like gifts that allow you to later on like accumulate those and buy new toys to put out for the cats. But there's no like interaction with the cats that show up. Like all you can do is take a photo. I remember the name now. I, I, I figured out the name. It's called Cat and Soup. So it's actually cats cooking stuff. Not like, it's kind of like, um, I think there's like some like aspects where like they're like chopping stuff up, but I think um, it's mainly cooking related, but it's called Cat and Soup. I like, I haven't played the game, but I keep seeing ads for it and I've been meaning to download it, but it looks really cute. I just wanted to throw that out there. Coming in without context is not sponsored by Niku Asume or Cats and Soup. <laughs> I mean, if they do want to sponsor us, though, please do 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 hit out. I'm putting out food for my cats right now. Well, speaking of cats, are there any rivalries in the animal kingdom which immediately come to mind when I ask you this question, which I just spoke out loud? Um, cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically what I was thinking about. But haven't you seen all those videos where, like, the cats and dogs? are raised together and they're like really chill and cuddly. yeah actually yes i do see those kind of those videos like warm my soul because it's like they can coexist together <laughs> actually yeah that's also if we're going back to the original question you had about like um like stereotypes with animals like that's also one stereotype i guess is that cats and dogs don't get along they just like fight each other i will say my dog hates cattle oh really well so i guess is it do you guys think it's based well, obviously, it, uh, you just kind of provided anecdotal evidence, but is it based in statistical evidence or is it just something that we s- picked up? Like it happens enough that we see it and then hmm. it's been popularized in media so that everyone believes it. It's a good question. I want to say that in real life, it's not 
like necessarily true i feel like though i have seen things where it's like if you're if you're having a cat and a dog in the same like same house like you have to like introduce them slowly to each other so they kind of get used to each other it's like maybe there is like some truth in that obviously they're different animals so there could be that possibility i guess but i don't know if it's like significant enough to warrant it like being a real problem i'm gonna move on to the next topic and then i will pitch you a conspiracy theory oh so do you guys think we've been talking about animal stereotypes right like and and the common associations we have with them do you guys feel like plants also have the same stereotyping in our pop culture plants yeah huh that's interesting plants well if i'm being really honest with you i i honestly can't think of anything major off the top of my head regarding plants specifically like like plants being stereotyped in like in media yeah i don't think plants really have stereotypes i know like you can find online like guides to like flower meanings and like maybe there's like meanings associated with plants oh um, associated like specifically like with how they're used or like what they could mean for you but i don't think it's necessarily like a stereotype actually i just thought of one i just reminded of one it's like the four-leaf clover being lucky that's that's one i thought about just now i guess that's like a pretty popular one, no? It's like people are like, "Oh, you found a four four leaf clover. That's pretty lucky, right?" That's a good one. That, that that's that's one. that's the one I just remembered. I was thinking of more general things like roses are associated with love. Oh, that's a good one too. Well, that's all I had about that. Next. One. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This last section is um, I want you to to assign stereotypes and or report what the stereotypes are of mythical creatures okay so you want us to list stereotypes of mythical creatures yeah no i'm gonna read the mythical creature to you and then you're gonna tell me what oh what the stereotype is okay I yeah, gotcha. yeah. what do you how okay. many stereotypes unicorn. Do you the unicorn to have rainbows just keep going keep listening until yeah. you run uh, out rainbows um i feel like usually like when people talk about unicorn, there's also like a girl that's involved or something. That's all you guys got. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they can fly. They can. Fly. They swoop down and they they yeah. use stuff. No, that's, a, that's a Pegasus. Pegasus fly. <laughs> Unicorns just <laughs> okay. Unicorns can fly uh, too. Wait, I thought no. You know, like they said people have theorized that if unicorns were real the horns would be for fighting right so they most unicorns would be like blind or have serious whoop, like brain damage uh i don't think i've ever heard of that <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay so, i've never so heard about that the theory oh, goes aesthetics or something no no the theory goes like reindeer uni- if unicorns were real the horn on their head would be for display but also for shows of dominance right uh-huh. so if they work to fight similar to to reindeer or yeah. deer you know they would run at each other the males or the or whatever ge- gender is whatever it doesn't matter the the <laughs> uh, the particular gender 
would run at each other and slam their horns into each other until one came out as the victor. Yeah, that's pretty dark. <laughs> that's <like> unicorns. <laughs> okay, mean, moving on from that, the next one I got is dragons. Fire. They're huge. Castles, medieval time. Knights saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> Are these even stereotypes oh, anymore? You're treasure. just listening to things. Because usually, you know, like the dragon is like sleeping in like the mountain and like, they have like a bunch of treasure and like dead bones everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's like the. They're greedy. Yeah, yeah they're greedy. Yes, yeah. Good, yeah. good. All right, next. Fairies. Um, They can fly sparkly, I guess. They're They're supposed to be like vindictive. Yeah, I feel like like knowledgeable, I guess. Like wise. Mm, yeah. I like usually you see like they know they know a lot of stuff. I agree with that. Magic, I guess, kind of like when I'm thinking about like what kind of genre they usually appear in. Mm. Do you think they're small or large? <sighs> um, I mean the first depiction I get in my head is like a small, like they're small. Yeah. Like I don't really imagine a person-sized fairy. Like I, I like imagine like you know like Tinkerbell kind of. Okay, but then what about the tooth fairy? Like, you is the tooth fairy, the tooth fairy as a grown adult? <laughs> That's so. <laughs> grown adult comes into your child's room. Yeah, haven't you guys ever seen that movie? And then they leave money underneath and they run away. <laughs> no, haven't you I ever haven't seen the movie seen with movie. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? As a tooth fairy? <laughs> no, I haven't. Wait, no, what is this? the tooth fairy is tiny. Yeah, they the gotta go under your pillow without waking you up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like you guys don't don't haven't no, been bro. exposed to enough I feel tooth like, fairy media. I feel like there's something wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> Wait, imagine just like your child wakes up, they see Dwayne the Rock <laughs> like a fairy outfit, and they're like, <laughs> they look at the child, they slip like a five dollar bill underneath the pillow, and he just leaves through the front door. <laughs> Did you get five dollars with your tooth? I'm just throwing out like a monitor. I don't know, like, like, <laughs> bro, you're maybe, too you know, the rock Johnson's rich. I can't leave you a hundred dollar bill, probably. <laughs> oh, you got fancy teeth. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Anyway, all right. <laughs> to end off, I will pitch my conspiracy theory to you guys. So you know how climate change is a thing, and hundreds of species are going extinct every day due to human activity well at the same time there's a company with a very popular animal mascot disney disney is constantly producing media which has cute animals depicted in their media alongside princesses and other characters. And usually those animals are anthropomorphized. They're to given some kind of trait to sell toys. You know, they're very cute. They've got big eyes. Well, in the future, in the near future events, so animals are gonna go extinct, okay? Humans are not gonna have animals anymore. We're gonna grow animals in labs. We're gonna grow All the meat. Animals We're gonna, are gonna eat go extinct. the meat. And then Disney is gonna control pop culture ideas of animals disney will have a monopoly over how we perceive animals if they want penguins to be stupid then we're, everyone's gonna think penguins are stupid because penguins won't exist anymore you know what i'm saying like horses horses are gonna walk on two legs and no one will know otherwise because horses don't exist anymore everyone is gonna fall into the disney animal mind control it's a it's a real conspiracy i'm not just making this up 
You're making myself. Yeah, there's no way. I'm this actually. You're being serious. And that's all we have for today. Thank you, Tamor, <laughs> for joining us. Uh, this has been coming in without context. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed, and thanks for listening. Disney sponsored this, by the way. Disney did not sponsor this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Bye.